Yet FDR's rise to political prominence in the United States, becoming a highly successful governor of New York, 1929 to 1932, was especially remarkable given the physical disability that he was forced to overcome. In 1921, he had been diagnosed with infantile paralysis, or polio, which left him paralyzed from the waist down. Only 39 years old, he might have forsaken any aspirations of political office. Yet FDR pursued a grueling rehabilitation program, including periodic trips to a resort in Warm Springs, Georgia, where the waters, rich in mineral content, were believed to have special healing powers. FDR's heroic efforts in dealing with his polio mirrored his cousin Teddy's determination to transform himself from a proverbial 99-pound weakling into a man who proved himself through blood sports and warfare. Moreover, FDR's greater capacity to empathize with others went beyond T.R.'s sense of noblesse oblige. FDR's wife, Eleanor, aided his understanding of how others lived. His efforts to walk again would set a model for himself and the nation when it sought to get back on its economic feet during the Great Depression. Presidency As the governor of the most populous state in the nation, FDR had a towering bully pulpit from which to assail Herbert Hoover's failed policies. He won the presidential election of 1932 with 57% of the vote and carried all states but six realigning the electoral map in favor of the Democrats in a fashion that would last for two decades. Moving into the White House, President Roosevelt projected steely resolve and confidence. He rarely appeared in public in a wheelchair, or using the metal braces he needed to walk. Rather, he overcame his disability through sheer willpower and seemed to relish the challenges of high office. FDR had the advantage of learning from the successes and mistakes of both T.R. and Woodrow Wilson, each of whom had viewed Abraham Lincoln as a political hero. FDR effortlessly took Lincoln from the Republican Party and adapted him to the Democratic Party, using an approach he formed after taking courses at Harvard from William James, the great American philosopher of pragmatism. FDR adapted that pragmatic approach to the political world. He largely borrowed T.R.'s 1912 presidential platform to deal with the Great Depression and revised Wilson's League of Nations into a more realistic United Nations for the post-war world. For the most part, FDR avoided the more serious blunders of T.R. and Wilson, despite adopting their Lincoln-like approach to presidential power. The New Deal as an Ad Hoc Experiment Franklin Roosevelt and his advisors, the so-called Brains Trust, came up with a series of ad hoc legislative proposals to deal with the Great Depression. The public wanted immediate action after his election in 1932, and the new Congress was ready to respond favorably to his proposals during his first hundred days in office. FDR's New Deal grew into a large economic, social, and political program to cope with the Great Depression of the 1930s, and involved regulation of the private sector through new federal agencies. Regardless of whether several measures conflicted with FDR's initial desire to balance the budget and to launch bold new programs, the cooperation between Congress and the presidency reached a new peak. As a result, the first hundred days of FDR's long tenure in the White House 
became a benchmark against which to judge subsequent president's legislative agendas. It also gave hope to the American people that the government was on its side, and at least trying to help. If Lincoln was the great emancipator, then FDR became the great improviser. Though Herbert Hoover had been active, he appeared quite rigid to the public. FDR was less constrained by ideological and constitutional rigidity. He was, by nature, pragmatic. Though his extreme critics saw him as a dictator, FDR's socialization and democratic values prevented him from traveling down that route as a leader. Moreover, FDR was armed with TR's stewardship theory of presidential power and used this to steer the ship of state safely to shore during turbulent times. As long as the Constitution did not explicitly forbid it, he believed the chief executive could act. It was an activist approach to presidential power, first expressed by...